When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's my show. You might be mocking me or you might be staunchly agreeing with me. I can't tell. I'm mocking you. And the Bulldog. What is Fozzie Bear's role in this production? On WGR Sports Radio 550. Going to talk to Trista Crick here which uh, has me thinking about the bet board that we have here in the studio, and it's it's packed. I mean, there's mm-hmm. not a lot going on there, the, not a lot of room there to, to add bets. But did, did you realize you're two games away from a win in one of these? Um, yes. Mayfield, right? Yes, right, Mayfield. Bulldog and Zach have a bet from when? Like the offseason? season. That Baker Mayfield would start two more playoff games in his career. I well, don't even think it was this offseason. I feel like it was last offseason. It was. It was when he was still in Carolina or when they okay. first got him. Okay. That's been, up, that's been up there a while. Yeah. Well, if they win Sunday they'll, against Carolina, a uh, revenge game, they'll be in the playoffs. They will host Philadelphia or Dallas, probably Philadelphia. And if they win that game and he doesn't get hurt, that that's two. I'm home free. Yep. That's two. That's I two, didn't realize Trista. that bet was with you, Zach. I, I, I guess I didn't. I, I had a hard that 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 one is kind of faded. Yeah, I, um, I didn't want it. That's why I don't know okay. if. Okay. All right. I, I didn't want it, so that's right. uh, high drama here at the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, on the line is the host of BetMGM tonight and Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app, and be sure to check out the BetMGM tonight podcast for more of Trista's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. I, for one, have not checked my BetMGM app yet today because I had Alabama, and I don't want to see the number, Trista, the balance. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's rough, man. How much did you put on Alabama? How many units? 50. You 50 know, units? I'll survive. 50 units. Money line. 50 units? 50 yes. 50 units? No, dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars is your unit size a dollar? Units. No way. Is, isn't a unit a dollar? How should I? How? No. That's how. That's how we've always done it, Trista. But we're not. We're not that unit, hip. Yeah, unit is your standard bet amount. Oh, okay. Well oh. then, is two, your standard bet amount fifty dollars? Because then you might be a degenerate. No, my standard is, which is, I mean, I don't do a lot of this. I like to talk about it and look at the numbers. My standard is like twenty bucks. So if okay. I like a game, it's going to change. Two and a half two and units. Half, yes, two and a half units. There we go. I didn't know this. There we are. We've, we've so, learned this thing. So what yeah. you're telling us is if if my my normal bet is is ten bucks, so yeah. that's one unit. Yes. yes. Okay. If what you normally put on is just a standard everyday bet, is ten bucks, and your unit size is ten bucks. All right. 
What's yours? What's yours? It's 25. 25. Quarter. Yeah. All right. It's, it, and that, it's gone up from 20, but that's because when you have minus 110 numbers, I just don't like getting back less than $20. You do so 22? Yeah, sometimes I'll do I'll, that. I well. do that every time. Minus one, I'll do 22. Maybe that's my unit. Yeah, um, probably. That's probably what it is. And we're narrowing it down. I'm still not 100% clear. But I, I'm getting closer. So at, at, the, at worst, well, it was two units on Alabama. I don't know why you put money on them. I shouldn't have. Well, I know that I, now. I, I liked them yesterday, too, uh, mostly because you just don't see them as an underdog. Yeah. Nick Saban you know? as an so, underdog. That was a common trope. That was a commonly yeah. discussed piece. Hopefully you guys put money on Washington plus three and a half, though. That was the easiest bet in bowl season. Do you root I, for Washington, by the way, if yeah. I may ask? Say that again. Do you root as an Oregon gal? Yeah. Do you root for Washington? Do you do you like root against them? I mean, I'm rooting for them now because it's the last of the Pac-12, and I want to mm-hmm. see Pac-12 teams do well. And you know, if we do well in bowl season, that's I think just good for our conference. But in general, there's no teams really that we hate more. Right, uh, right. In, conference play than Washington. It's I have awesome. loved them all year. Like every time I've turned them on, Penix is just awesome to watch and Odunze, like they're they're a super fun team to watch and I'm excited that they made the made the championship game. Yeah, they're in the trenches they've been really good too. I think that that's something that's not really been talked about enough. I think Pac twelve in general is, you know, a lot more light, uh endurance sort of type of player in the trenches versus like Big Ten and SEC. They get those boys that eat corn and probably all kinds of other things. You know, they're just like eating potatoes and, and roast <laughs> beef and, you know, like they're just, oh, yeah, like I can sled 700 pounds, you know, and Oregon for a long time wanted linemen who could play fast and do a bunch of different things. And then whenever we played teams from other conferences, we got bullied. And that was kind of the – the mark on on all Pac-12 play, except for maybe USC did a little bit differently that in the Pete Carroll days. But yeah, I, I think in general, Michael Penix and Washington have been just all around good fun to watch pretty much all year long. You saw it early on last night too. It was like play action, five plays in the game, seventy plus yards, and you're like, yep, that's that's uh, Michael Penix back to where he uh, he right where he left right where he left off. Well, can I ask this question? Okay, so Washington was the best bet of the day, and I should have been on, we should have been on Michigan. Both games were pretty close, though. I mean, Alabama, I, I watched the fourth quarter of that game. You've got the the dropped punt by Michigan that could have been disastrous, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't something you would, like, have expected to have happen. For, they have fourth down on that drive, down seven. Game goes to overtime. I don't know. It didn't feel like I got robbed, I guess. It doesn't feel like you got robbed if you would have, I think, it wouldn't have covered. Either way, wouldn't have covered. But I, I liked Alabama maybe with the points more than money line. It just didn't feel like anyone was going to beat Michigan. I don't think Washington is going to beat Michigan either. It just feels like they're the best team in the country, especially with all of the fanfare and the, you know, hoopla around sign stealing and Harbaugh and will he go, will he stay. It just kind of feels like it's written, you know. Mm-hmm. And it has felt like that for a while to me. And you're right. It was it was really close all the way to the end. And you could tell as soon as they Alabama kicked that field goal and made it a seven-point game, you go, this thing's going to overtime for sure. And overtime is where dogs go to die. 
And you had a fumble there, too. Alabama quarterback fumbled in that yep. fourth quarter when they mm-hmm. had the lead. They can't snap the ball. That's a, that's something I didn't know would happen. Holy cow. Herb Street bending yeah. over backwards. He must be friends with that center's family or something because he, he kept trying to, like, erase, like, oh, well, you know, the quarterback could do a better job. Like, dude, the, the snap was rolling. What do you, what do you want? Boom. Yeah. Sorry. Also, don't mean to change topics, but I thought of you guys about the ref show in the Lions Cowboys game when we were talking about it, and I said, "Oh, you know, I just haven't felt it that much this year. I felt it a lot right then. That felt absolutely egregious." So we talked to Ross Tucker on Tuesdays as well. Bulldog and I have not talked about the end of that game yet. I wasn't here yesterday, and he wasn't with me on Sunday. I think Ross was just absolutely perfect in his analysis on what happened there. Like, everybody's just furious that the referee could make that mistake because basically, like, you, you believe the Lions. The Lions are all saying, no, we actually did it right from the moment. Um, we the, the right guy reported. But what Ross said, Trista, was if you're trying to deceive like that, you can't be too apoplectic if the refs are confused, too. Having three guys approach the referee for one of them to report the guy who wasn't doing it all night is eligible a mistake it's definitely a mistake but it's you know why have three guys approach the ref because you want to trick Dallas and you know there's a there's a limit I think to what should be kind of allowable in that way that's what Ross said you know once we have that level of deception the, the Lions didn't need it and really this is the kind of thing that shouldn't be possible yeah, I think that's right. I think also Dan Campbell probably after that flag was called, you know, the play was, you know, the two-point conversion was, was called back. I think you've got to go for OT there. You can't you're, – you're on your seven now. I just like stop committing to the bit. I get that you're on the road, but we all know what Dallas does, right? We know when the pressure cooker turns up what Dallas is made of, and it's not steel. Right, they're they're gonna fold, and so if you know Dallas, like I'm sure everyone watching TV knew, it was like let's send these boys to overtime and let's see what McCarthy cooks up, because he was he was in his reverse bag at the end of that game. It felt like he <laughs> wanted to lose it. The play calls made no sense. It's like oh boy, yeah, he's gonna find a way to lose this game to the Lions, isn't he? And he almost did. My jaw. When I thought that they converted the two-point conversion, I my jaw as a Cowboys fan was just open, and I started laughing uncontrollably, looking around like I cannot believe that happened. <laughs> I started to get, get into the idea of the Lions winning in the playoffs, which um, I don't know if I'm trying too hard there, but that I was thinking this way last week, and that game was like affirmation for me, even with how it ended. Uh, now, if everybody wins this week, a second round game between Detroit and Dallas would go would be in Dallas and it would have been the other way or it would have been Philadelphia actually in in first place in the division had the Cowboys lost there with Trista Crick so week 18 Trista i mean Bills Dolphins is maybe an exception to what the slate looks like with as many games as there are where at least one team looks like it doesn't have motivation it feels like a trap for me i think other years, th- this game should go a certain way because one team needs to win and the other doesn't. I would not want to lean into that in Week 18 because I bet if you looked it up, you would find you know, lots of examples where 
somebody's an 11 point favorite because they're eliminated and they win outright or something like we had a famous example of this here in 2004 so um i don't know do you have a certain philosophy when it comes to the final week i think a lot of teams like playing spoiler you saw that last year with the lions and, and green bay right and Green Bay needed that win, and, and you saw, okay, like maybe they'll just go ahead and get it because what do the Lions have to really play right. for? Spoiler. And I think especially divisional rivalries, you have to watch that 100% as well. Like I, I like playing, though, looking at player incentives and looking at, you know, how many catches do they need in order to win, you know, to make $250,000 or $500,000 mm-hmm. and finding the, the stats that are actually doable. Right, not like oh, so and so needs 240 more receiving yards, but like Chris Jones needs a half a sack to to earn 1.25 million dollars. Like I think that's a a good bet, right? You've got DeAndre Hopkins needs 49 yards for a million dollars and seven catches for 250 thousand dollars. So I like that. Like Dalton Schultz needs four catches for 250 thousand dollars. Um, Levante David needs a half a sack for $150,000. So there's ones that are like definitely Jadavion Clowney, half a sack for almost a million dollars, $750,000. So those ones are ones I think are probably more quote unquote sure things because it's so coachable. You know, all you have to do is feed that player. You can just kind of, that's a better bet, I think, than the, the side or the total. I have two questions on this. One, is there a website where you can go to find all of that? I mean, without searching individual players on, like, Spot Track or something. And, and, and two, um, do, how, how aggressively do the bookmakers pay attention to the, they, they, the, the It must affect the lines, uh, like, the, you know, for sacks in a game and receptions and that kind of stuff, right? Well, I think that's a big misconception uh, because okay. the amount that – of resources that Vegas puts into player props is is quite simply very little. A, a lot of times it's just the average of their season stats in terms of catches and in terms of yards, but also, you know, they'll adjust that for the total as well. So say, you know, they average, say Tyreek averages, we'll call it seven catches, but the total is, you know, 50 54 or something like maybe they make make that seven and a half catches instead of six and a half catches that's just for example so it's a lot less scientific and their algorithms are not nearly as sophisticated for props i'm sure they will be at some point but the the amount of players playing i don't think that they have enough resources to do that so yeah you can go on i'll send you some info i'll I'll go offline and i'll send you that there's a there is a website though there's a couple of them that you can look up especially in fantasy embedding what do you how do you feel about bills dolphins bills minus three i like bills i think what we i've I've said this guys we're right back where we started (laughs) we're right back baby like this is now the dolphins we know when they play a good team, what happens? They don't win. You can say, well, Dolphins beat the Cowboys. That's just what I feel about the Cowboys, too. They're not a good team either. They're the same team. It's just who wants to lose more. I think Bills by a million. It, the line moved toward the Bills after Sunday's games. I saw Miami favored by a point and a half in the look ahead and then to three. Yes. Is three suspicious? I mean, if it's so clear. 
I mean, it is in Miami, right? So yes. I think that's that's a, a, something that you could say is is suspicious. But you've got Jalen Waddle out, and he's not going to play until the playoffs. And you've got a very hungry Bills team. Yeah, maybe you just want to do money line. Maybe you just want to see how the line moves. Maybe Miami will take some money as well. Maybe you can get a two and a half. Maybe you buy a two and a half. But I like I like the Bills a lot in this spot. What about betting this weekend if you are a Bills fan and you've got your emotions tied up here? Could be the difference between home games and the playoffs and not making the playoffs at all. That scenario is where they don't make it at all is if Pittsburgh wins against Baltimore on Saturday, Jacksonville wins its game at Tennessee, and the Bills lose in Miami, then they're out. And, and Houston and and, uh, and Indy don't tie. And that game does not end in a tie. <laughs> so I'm not sure what you could do with that, but um, are, are you somebody, would you, I, I'm going to just sort of tee you up here, Trista, because I bet there are people who are betting on that parlay, Steelers, Jaguars, oh, Dolphins, to hedge, right? Oh, I'm I'm sure that there are. Those people are preying on our downfall. We don't want we don't want those people. That could be an emotional hedge, I guess, if you're a Bills fan and you're praying for one of the worst outcomes to not happen, then maybe okay, well, Bills to miss the playoffs, all of these things have to happen in synchrony, so I'll bet on them and if I if the worst case scenario happens and I make money, I just I don't love that uh strategy personally. But no, I can uh, see why somebody would. I uh, just there's too many things to root for there. That's what I thought you would say. Like I don't respect this, right? Go, go bet on your team if it's if it's emotional. I have a friend who's asking in a text thread, "How much money would you spend on the Bills getting in or something?" And he showed a parlay ticket of those three te- Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Miami. He's like, "I'll I'll." Spend $300 on this. I'm willing to spend $300 to get my team into the playoffs. Right. So, you know, there it is. Well, I'm going to break a little news. If you guys do get home field advantage, I will be back. All right. I have already secured some tickets to come back to Buffalo. And maybe, just maybe, I'll get to meet Bulldog in person because you won't have some sort of pre, pre-existing pre we're going to go to bed, bath, and beyond. I don't know if we'll have time scenario. Maybe he'll I be will, out of I, his feelings. I will, make, I will make every effort. Uh, lock it in. I will make sure it happens. I just, I don't know. Is it advisable for you to come back here after the way the Bengal playoff game went? We know what the Bengals are. Now. They've got your number. It is not anything to do with me. Let's just hope that the weather's better, really. This feels like a milder winter, does it not? It was like 50 degrees oh, yesterday. Dude, yeah. Yes. I don't know what the temperature is now, but it's colder than it's been in a while. And I just went out to get the mail and was like, ah, winter! But it's 30. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's like not even anything. Yeah. I think, it was, I think it was 13 or something that day, and it was snowing and, like, wind and the snow kind of melted then re-iced again and it never <laughs> stopped coming down so i will i will come back i will make sure that i book my hotel properly because i booked the hotel for the wrong weekend and then i had to sweet talk the hotel into giving me my room which was a whole thing but <laughs> so yeah fingers crossed for for our bill right. would, would it be the first my, weekend like ne- be- next weekend We'll have to see what the matchups are. I think that that's yes. the critical piece. You can get Kansas City in week two in uh, the divisional round, right? All I right. like that. Yes, 
Good New Year, Trista. Great New Year. Made some banana bread. I got a stand mixer for Christmas. Again with the bananas. I'm back. back in, you go. I know it's, it's it's our thing. But it was it was incredible. Gave it to some uh, some neighbors. My neighbor across the street made homemade sourdough, one of the most beautiful mm. loaves of sourdough I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, it was good. It was very low-key. My sister-in-law makes sourdough. She has not bought bread since COVID. Wow. Right? Uh, are there nuts Are there nuts in your banana bread? No nuts. Good. Zero nuts. Good. They ruin it. They do. Like oh. wall, People put walnuts in there and stuff. Ruins it. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. Just the banana should be... You guys know how I feel about bananas, so the banana bread must be good if I'm eating it. I do. <laughs> I, do. Yes. I don't mind. I don't mind the nuts. I, I like it better without it, but I certainly won't throw it back. Just won't throw a it back. Butter on there, good to go. Bo- Radio's the bulldog. Banana bread with nuts won't throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> New promo. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Good Lord. Now, now we're about to. The show's about to take off once we start. Using that. That's what's going to happen. Yes, we're finally going to hit our stride. It only took 20 years. 20 years of mediocre results. Now it's about to really zoom. (laughs) All these banana takes. Yes. (laughs) Trista, thank you. Good luck this week. All right, you too, guys. All right, Happy New Year. That was the host of BetMGM Tonight, (laughs) Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. So, yeah, I did that after we started. Bills minus three. Uh, the Steelers are favored by three and a half. First game of the weekend, Saturday, 430 in Baltimore. Presumption being no Jackson in that and game. And did you see, we, we, we got into the refs there a little bit with Trista. That crew from Saturday night is doing that Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. Yeah, I did see that. Doug Farrar is out there like hammering that guy. Brad Allen is the referee, mm-hmm. like yep. just flatly calls him the worst referee in the league. I don't know. Is that right? Do we know that? Um, Doug would have reason to say it. I just, I, I want to bring it up with Ross too because. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know that he said that. I'd seen some of that and I, I respect it, but I also don't think it's that hard. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I wasn't on the field. My bigger issue with that whole scenario was the broadcast. Like the, the rules, the rules guy is that John Perry on ESPN? Yep. Like, he... he... Selling a little or a lot? (laughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Annihilated that whole scenario. He was wrong three, three times. And then, you know, I guess they straightened it out before they left the air, but I turned it off already. Twitter told me how badly everything got screwed up. Like, you know, I, I had no idea. But he's over here like, well, it's illegal touching, and he's, uh, it's illegal formation, and it's illegal man downfield. So pick, pick any penalty you want. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm sifting through social media going, okay, none of that was right? And you're mm. the rules analyst? Like, what What are we doing Every here? Every week, the rules analyst doesn't what seem to know the rules. What are we doing here? Every week. And that wasn't even like a, like, a, like you know, well, did, did the ball hit the ground? Like, analyzing whether a fumble is going to be overturned or something. This was, like, the rules. The actual rules. And he's, like, oh, well, he's uncovered. He shouldn't. Be. Oh, my God. It was just a cluster you-know-what by that guy. Not good. Maybe the rule should be enough with ineligible receivers having to check in with the referee. Just you can't do it. If you're number 68, block. Right? Just uh, why? I, I, I don't know if I really want to be in, uh, in this position because like there's creativity in what you have here sometimes, like yeah. the Lions did. But I'm more inclined to go the other way and say, like, if the center wants to go out for a pass, he does, he just let him go. You want to leave the middle of your line open and mm. trick them by sending him into a pass pattern? Go for it. You don't have to tell anybody. Just do it. We are at a classic impasse right here. <laughs> I just it's not a well thought out position. I just thought of it like this second, literally. You want to be a receiver? Put on some number in the '80s or eleven. <laughs> but if you're 68, you have to stay in. I'm sorry. That's that's how it should be. Ross coming up at five. Lines open for you at 803-0550. Mike Show open the Bulldog WGR.
I don't think it's any one thing. I think it's a combination of we have been trying to run the ball a little more. I think other guys are continuously step up and, you know, naturally the focus is always going to be on Stefan Diggs, right? Play teams, that's where the focus is going to be. You know, and I have to continue working through just finding ways to get them regardless of that. You know, it's nothing Steph isn't doing. And then when we have those opportunities, us making sure that we connect on those. And, you know, I feel confident with those two guys moving forward. And at the end of the day, you know, if Steph wants to win football games, you know, talking to him after, like, he's good to go. So obviously, we're going to need him to get to where we want to get to. We're going to need him to be productive. I'm going to have to get him going to be productive. Full confidence in him and full confidence in Josh and then us getting that right. You know, okay, whatever, right? Like, it's sort of all, it's just talk. Um, that's often what it is when people are talking. Just talk. But Joe <laughs> Brady, got to get him going. When does this happen, though? They've, they're getting away with it. They're not throwing the ball at all. Really? And it's not like they're lighting teams up on the ground. I mentioned listening to Jeremy yesterday. He did a great job with a caller who applauded the Bills for how they were able to run the clock out against New England. You know, they have a they have a an offense now that can do that. And Jeremy rightly pointed out it's only because they hit a couple of throws that they yeah, were able to do that. Big, big third down throws, maybe the best throws Allen made all day were those two third down throws on that drive. So I don't know. Um Diggs has been getting a decent amount of targets. That's more going back to Kansas City. He had, he had 11 targets in the game against the Chiefs, but five, eight, seven since. It's always been true. That's one thing about this point that Brady has made a few times about how defenses are playing him. That's not any different. Like teams didn't just wake up to the reality that Stephon Diggs is dangerous. That's what's been so incredible about his production. And it, yes, it is a super high bar, but for... Most of four years, he has clearly been the number one option in their offense, and he has killed it anyway. But that really hasn't happened this year here since week four or week five. The Dolphin game, week five in London, he had a great stat line, 10 for 100 against the Giants. And since, really, it's just gradually gotten less and less. I was making the point about 100 yards in week six or over 100 since week five, but now the number's 50. In six of his last seven games, he doesn't have 50. Wow. That's not exactly your first-round pick in fantasy stuff right there. (laughs) No. No no question. And one touchdown since the Bengal game. Come on. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Here's Frank with us. Hi, Frank. Yeah, I wonder if what I'm going to ask coincides with what you just said, because ever since the Cook game, we hear a lot of, oh, those teams are all up, they went to the running game, et cetera. It's all because they found the running game. And I think, personally, it's because McDermott just helped blitzes on every play possible, and the defense is just eating people alive. I don't think the offense has been the boondoggle. They said it was because of Cook. In fact, I see, I see in, uh, in, 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 in Allen, I see a lot of uh, uh, almost like sadness on the sideline when we see the guy. When when he doesn't play up to his, his, uh, his abilities, I mean, it just I, I, I when I see with Allen now is what I saw when he was like his second year and he had no vision in the field, he couldn't pick out receivers, and um, I think I see some confusion in. I, I don't know, I, I could be completely wrong. I don't know, but uh, well, I I think I would I would um, agree with you in terms of confusion right from the very first play Sunday. He was hesitant. And New England can make you look like that. Like, that's mm-hmm. maybe the best thing about the Patriots as a team anymore. So, I think confusion is probably right. Did you see Aaron Schatz on Allen? 
and how these quarterbacks Sunday night, Allen and Tua are both like top five in throwing outside, but Allen is last in the middle, right? Over the middle. And his best throws Sunday were over the middle, like slants. He had he had three or four really with conviction tight to um maybe Kincaid once and the Shakir play you mentioned, sort of a slant out late in the game. I don't know. Uh I I think all of this just sort of is is saying is to say that it doesn't look good. Like he doesn't look right. He yeah, he's not throwing the ball well. I, you know, like I I I know how, you know, lost in the in the weeds we get on the scheme and the play calls and all the stuff. Like I, I don't know. I, is it is it too is it too much of a vacation week stance to just go my quarterback wasn't just didn't throw the ball well. <laughs> like that, I think that was the biggest problem they had in these two games. They won both of them, and there were good throws when you needed them, uh, certainly. But, like, you know, down over down, series over series, I just feel like he's 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 having trouble putting the ball where he wants to, I, I think. is what it, I, That's what I see. I mean, obviously the defense impacts that. And the patch did get some heat on him and made him, you know, somewhat uncomfortable on Sunday. But I just feel like you're you're watching a guy miss throws that he makes. And I don't know. I don't want to assume that that won't change back. Um, but you know, we're running out of runway here. Like something, we're going to need him. I, I might guess. I mean, I I know I sounded this way before the Dallas game, and if I could be wrong that badly again, I'll gladly do it. Um, but I think you're probably going to need. Allen and Diggs and the whole show on Sunday to to beat Miami even with the injuries. I mean, I just I'd be surprised if Miami does not move the ball on this team. Yeah, which hmm, thank you Frank. Which Dolphins Bills game is this one going to be? Like week 4, the Bills Miami too for a while, then they started turning the ball over, but track meet in that game. And it's not like, you know, it's not here, so you don't have to worry about conditions. Um, is it a track meet game? Is it the game in Miami last year where really the Bills, I mean, offensively they were fine, but they just didn't They're turn close. that into points. Right. Right. This game against New England was so strange. They weren't fine, but they were getting the ball at the 20 all the time, like just, and, and couldn't pull away against right. the Patriots. It felt like a game that should have been in hand. Kinda was because of who you were playing, but never it just you could never get comfortable, and that's a very frustrating game to watch because you 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 you're you're feeling like this team isn't very good. They can't really move the ball. They keep giving it to us, but we're only ahead by six. Like what's going on? Why are we only ahead by six? They eventually got to a two score lead there in the second half, but and then even that went away. And they needed that drive at the end, you know, in order to avoid the familiarity of what happened the last time you played New England. Not that you scored late to take the lead, but still, you were vulnerable. It was only a six-point game. They're up six when Allen tries to pitch the ball as he's getting hit in the head, dragged down at midfield, whatever time was left in the game in the fourth quarter when that happened. That's when I started to get nervous, was that play. Like, the Bills were lucky to recover that. And instead of that short field, it doesn't end the game that drive, if the, even if the Patriots score, it wouldn't end the game. But they take over at the Bills 40 or something, down six with time left. Instead, they take over, I think, at the three. The Bills recover the fumble, and the punt puts the Patriots at the three. Or, I mean, they were all day. These punts were, like, pinning New England. 
So whatever yard line it was, that was uh, too much for the Patriots. Then the Bills close it out. Getting connected with our fans brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online, NorthtownKia.com. The Jets released Dalvin Cook, James Cook's brother. And the tweet is hilarious. Tom Pelissero. Oh, my God. A dynamic playmaker will have it, fresh legs. It is the most I work as a PR arm of the players tweet I've maybe ever seen. I know. Where, where it, I, I mean, I know how that sounds. Tom Pelissero is a fine, fine. Gets a lot of info. But what is the wording on that? What is he again? Besides shot? Like, I understand if you're reporting on the league, you don't want to say shot running back no. Delvin Cook is really – like, okay, you don't, don't do that, but, no. like, spare me with the flowers. That's why the world needs guys like us. Man. Who will tell you what's actually happening. I know. Dynamic playmaker who went unsigned almost the entire offseason and then when getting opportunities for the Jets could barely squeeze out three yards a carry and didn't play because he was right. not so dynamic. But he's available. Does he get signed? Are there? Uh, I, I cannot believe he gets signed. Oh, I bet he does. Really? Wouldn't sure. any NFL team look at their stable of running backs, even guys they have on the practice squad, and go, "Yeah, you're probably better." Right Experience, now. though. Oh my God. I mean, look. Let's bet. Ta- let's bet on it. I don't think he gets signed. All right, units or dollars. <laughs> Whatever you think is right, my friend. At all, like by the Super Bowl? When can it? When's the deadline? Fine, by the Super Bowl. Okay. Thirty. Okay. I mean, that's an odd number to settle on. Well, I know it is actually. I'm thinking about it. I've had bad luck with twenty mm, and fifty. Oh, well, I see. I've had bad <laughs> luck with twenty and fifty. I'm gonna go thirty on this one. Yes, I think he he signs. I think if you look at the teams. You could talk yourself into their needing someone else, starting with the Ravens. They lost Keaton Mitchell. I mean, they're crushing, but it's Gus and it's uh, Justice Hill, and they have Melvin Gordon in there. Maybe it's not, but I think they da- Dallas could be interesting. With Pollard, he's not good anymore. Rico Dowdle. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Come on. Somebody signs him. Somebody signs him. I, I, I say no way. I, I, I think the I think the league has realized the guy is shot. They they watched him this year. So I'd be I'm all right. Whatever. We got a bet. I'm I'd be stunned. We have a bet. We do. We do. Brian is next. Hello, gentlemen. So first, let me just get myself some props. Got the Bills at forty-one to one through the Super Bowl before the KC game. Now they're the third favorite to win the damn thing, and they're not even in the playoffs yet. So kind of crazy. But yeah, um, on Josh, um, I think Josh has kind of hit a bit of a mental hurdle this year. He he he's certainly doubting himself, hence why he doesn't throw it over the middle that much, especially against inferior teams. Uh, he's scared of making mistakes. He's listening to the critics. And I wish he would talk to Joe Flacco a little bit and just air it out and go play and have fun. And and so you, you make a mistake, get back out there with that competitive fire that you have and fix it and, and score on the next play. And he's just not doing that, especially against inferior teams. But I really think 
what he has shown is when he needs to make a play, he makes a play. So I think going into the playoffs or starting next week, really, he's going to need to make a lot of plays to get to where we want to get. And I do really believe that he will have a super great run over the next uh, month. So that's all I got, guys. Listening to his critics or listening to his coaches? I wonder uh, if it's really right. more just listening to his coaches because they're, they're probably the ones – I mean, McDermott, this is like when we're, we go back a month and talk about what the problem is, part of it is just the, the, the extent to which getting there, yeah. reigning Allen in. Yep. And so how do you think four straight wins will fit into that? I bet, <laughs> I bet it's not changing, you know, from a coaching perspective anyway. I doubt it's changing. I don't – I mean, Joe Brady talks and talks and talks and talks and talks about, like, why Stephon Diggs isn't getting the ball. Nothing's really that telling about it. They're 4-0. and against good teams well not all but a couple in this stretch of games what it's pretty much been they're still not clinched yet like they've needed to win all these games and so what do you think coaches would say about how they think it's going if it ain't broke it's going great right james cook is great and so we're fine we're winning and we're fine and look, there's something to be said for that. I mean, they got the wins, and like every game, like they they don't they don't pick up one after the other, right? Like I, I know, like you know, intellectually, it would be hard to not feel more bullish about them if they just put 40 up on New England and Diggs had 150 yards and three touchdowns. Like I know we'd be, it would feel like we're going to go walk over the Dolphins, but of course that wouldn't be true. So I don't know. Like I I still feel like the talent is there. Like I, I feel like I'm I'm going to give you the speech you were giving me and maybe everyone else when they were hovering around 500. I I still think they're good, and they got to exactly where they needed to get. They got to a a, a game in Miami for the division and the two seed, which was the best you could have hoped for when they were 500. I think anyway. I think mean, I remember you asking me around then, would you take that scenario, winner take all, week 18? Yeah. You know, at the time, they were maybe in the teens as far as playoff hope percentage goes. So they, they've gotten there, and I, I don't know. I, 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 I love them. I love them this week. I just celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com think that this is the perfect opponent for them 
Like Miami is a get well card for them. And mm. and Allen especially. Thanks, Brian. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog. Ross Tucker, remember saying that kind of thing you were just referring to to Ross a few weeks ago. Like, I, I think uh, let's let's hang in there with these guys. I'm not as confident as you about Sunday night, but still, uh, who, who could be? Who's more confident than Bulldog, the way he was just talking? Anybody? Just put it in ink. Two seed. Ross coming up. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here, WGR. Welcome back. Happy New Year. The second is not too late for Happy New Year, I hope. Even if you think it is, I, I meant well. I meant well. Bills and Dolphins Sunday night on WGR. We talked to Trista Crick today. Also coming up, Ross Tucker. The Sabres next play Thursday night. Is it in Montreal? He asked. The wind? That is going to be in Montreal, yes. In Montreal. Bulldog is not back from his break yet, is he? No, come on with this guy. What is he playing guitar during the breaks? And he's still, he's got a, he's working on a riff. Uh, wanted to ask him about Yuri Kulik, who is putting on a show apparently at the World Championships, World Juniors, that I should say, in uh, Europe. The Czechs, Kulik, of course, Sabers prospect, beating Team Canada, knocking Canada out of the tournament earlier today. The Americans rolled over Latvia. So you've got World Juniors action, and so I'm home unexpectedly yesterday afternoon. I intended to be at work, but was not, and it's the Winter Classic, and my daughter is into the Seattle Kraken. She plays hockey for the Regals. She's 12. She's super avid about hockey, and she somehow, for some reason, when they were born, took an interest in the Kraken, kind of a cool, different-sounding name. Uh, The logo's great, so... She gets into the Seattle Kraken. We go to Seattle in the summer, and she buys us. She's got a sweatshirt, and she's got all this Kraken gear. I'm like, all right, today is the Winter Classic. But in, in a situation Bulldog would know very well, Fubo customer here, no TNT. Did not get the Winter Classic yesterday. Out of luck. Uh, couldn't watch it. Couldn't watch it. So I don't think she cared that much. I don't think she was going to sit and watch it with uh, all the other options she had. But I was like, okay, this is that. I'm you now. I don't get this channel. Right. Yeah. That's a t- I, I, it's the first one I think I've missed. And uh, that bummed me out. And that's why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was also on the air at 3 oh, o'clock. Oh, right. You were working yesterday. By myself. That's, that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> was, Whoops. Uh, it's not like I would have been able to sit with it anyway. Um, but, yeah, that, that, you know, you live and die with this streaming stuff. <laughs> how about How about next Saturday? <clears throat> Did you know this? Next Saturday night? Peacock. Peacock only. Yeah. It won't be the Bills. They're not going to put the Bills on Sunday night and then Saturday night on the road. Right? I, I mean, they're... I, I, Plus, I, they just I, were the Peacock game. I, that's right. They the, the league, though, does not... Say, I saw Sale about this. We can bring it up with him later in the week. Um, we didn't talk about it yesterday, but I saw him tweeting about it, um, that playing set Sunday night, the two, like a couple of years recently, the team that won on Sunday night that advanced to the playoffs played on Saturday. Okay, so the, so the, it's not like a no-fly zone. Like, oh, they've played Sunday night. We can't put them on Saturday. 
At least the league has demonstrated that. All right. I, I don't remember the examples that Sale cited, but that has happened a couple times recently. I'm going to go look. Last year would not have been one because last year's Sunday night game, neither team made it. Okay. Detroit and Green Bay. Right, right, right. But I'll go look that up. That's interesting. Are they going to do that to the Bills on the road Sunday night, then home or away on Saturday night? They, they, they literally sent this team to London this year to play a team that had already moved there. Uh, I, I don't know. Like it's, the the <laughs> right. Bills should raise their hand at some point. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tell you this time when we're playing. We're going to play be, Sunday. It might be nice not to have to do that. Like I, I, you know, I, would, uh, I, I would be in favor of not having to do that. Yes. Ross Tucker next. Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.